Welcome to Talk Employment to Me by KLC, the pod where common sense meets useful advice. Another week and another episode. I'm your host, Stephanie Berry, together with Chris Sacco and Jared Sacco. Join us for new episodes every Friday at 3 p.m. So sit back, listen, and let's get started. Welcome. Well, joined remotely today, which is a bit different for us because normally we're all in the office together, but I get to see your lovely faces over the screen today. So that's nice. I'm just wondering if I can still pick on Jared as much, even when I'm in a remote location. I should sure probably that. just mute him and just pick on him all day. Sorry, Jared, <laughs> I just talked over the top of you. That's just he just can't very, talk. Tough for, very tough for Chris to steal my shot when she's not looking at my piece of paper in front of me. So that'll oh. be... Oh, mate. So you you're feel like you're, lost. you're really going to come into your own today, Jared, are you? Correct, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, there's been quite a bit going on the last couple of weeks in the news nationally in the world of HR and we'll, I think it's worth over the next couple of weeks picking apart some of those. But one that really jumped out at me, um, which then got me thinking, which we all know is a really scary place <laughs> to be, Um, I saw in the news that West Farmers um, had been, let's say, discovered by by Fair Work to have underpaid um, a number of employees. Um, Now, it was over a 10-year period due to what they're calling a a payroll systems error when they were changing payroll systems. Um, And it was for full-time, part-time and casual employees. So it impacted a whole range of people and it totaled close to more than $4.8 million in staff underpayment. So that was across things like overtime rates, um, underpayment or non-payment of annual leave, casual loading, allowances, so things like travel allowances and uh, termination pays when people were terminated in their roles. So I think it kind of made me aware of the fact that as HR professionals, we are very aware of what employees' rights are and in the case of West Farmers, they should have maybe been more aware or should have been more aware of their system errors that were happening in terms of their rights of their employees. But I thought as an employee, it's a really, really tricky space. Australia has some of the most complex employment law in the world, which is great because the protections are amazing. You know, we were the, we were the first country to introduce the shorter working week. Um, the eight hour working day. So like always been very, very structured around our employment law. But as an employee, it's a minefield. It's very confusing. So I thought maybe today we could talk about some of the areas that you could go to for advice, ways that you could maybe educate yourself as an employee to make sure you're not being taken advantage of, ripped off. And there's some really quite tough terms, but you know, making sure that you're getting everything that you're entitled to. So Chris, I know you've worked in this space for a really short amount of time. I'm not going to say a really long time because I say that every time. I've only lived a little life, but yes, I have. I feel like I feel like I've walked away from this space and I found myself back in it. So it follows. You've had two life, two kind of life cycles, haven't you? You're back I into your so. HR space at the moment. So maybe you might be able to share with us some of your wisdom about um, places employees could go to look for advice in terms of their entitlements, their protections. Places that might make it really simple and easy too, because it can be quite complex. Like, maybe if I just take a, a step back, you know, I, I really feel sad for a, a West Palmers because I am sure their intent was not to, mm. you know, over all of those years to, to end up having a result which ends up being, you know, individually a $38,000 payback 
to each employee and that's a lot of money over a lot of period of time. So you can understand why as an employee, everybody is heightened, you know, and right now in, in this economic world that we live in, 38,000 is quite huge, but over about 10 years, it's only a small amount of money every week, but it's, it does add up and it then makes you feel like you have um, had some of your rights withheld, which is quite an unfortunate situation, but not just West Farmers, but there's a lot of organisations that have fallen into this trap. So um, to come back to your question, Steph, um, you know, where can an employee know their rights? There are so many different platforms. Um, and I'm gonna have to struggle, I'm just gonna sit on the fence a little bit here because as an employer and an employee, I feel like the rights are exactly the same. Okay, so um, I'm coming from, we, we all, all should be at an equal stance here, but as an employee, the contract is a really good starting place because in your in your contract of employment, we'll, we'll explain to you the award that you're governed by, the modern award, award that you're governed by. Um, some organisations have enterprise bargaining agreements and you want to know that because you want to know what your benefits are in that. Really important that we, your contract will explain what award you're under a modern award. If if you're lucky enough to be employed by an enterprise bargaining agreement, you should be aware of what that enterprise bargaining agreement has in it, what the terms are, what some of the allowances are. Failing that, your minimum, you need to be aware of the national employment standards and you can Google, Google that and that is updated often by Fair Work. I would say every six months it's updated. You should also be getting that when you start a new job. That is part of your starters pack. Um, from there, you have access to award details. So you should know what your rates are. You should know where to find those things are. You should, when you start with your new new company, know who your go-to people are, your HR people, your employee relations people, depending on the size of the organisation. But I would spend time in having a look at the contract and looking at reference points like Modern Award, EBAs, National Employment Standards and Reference to Fair Work. That's a really good starting point. And I think that the Fair Work Ombudsman website um, is a really user-friendly, I think, easy to understand website too. So if you are reading through your contract or the award, as you've said, Chris, and you don't understand whether you're entitled to that allowance or whether you are being paid at the right rate, um, because you don't know how to interpret the award, you can use, there are calculators and pay tools on the Fair Work um, Ombudsman's website that if you put in, you know, I am under ABC award and I'm being paid level 2.1 because that's what my contract says, it will spit out what your pay rate should be. So you can use that as a kind of a cross-reference with your contract and it will also put in there things too if you should have allowances or not depending on what the role is that you're doing and what what you're entitled to so i think that they're really good points really good starting points jared if i feel like as an employee my rights if i feel like i'm not being um if something's not right i'm trying to think of the nicest way to say this if something is not kosher if i am not being paid correctly or i feel that maybe my superannuation's not being paid correctly i feel like um i should be getting an entitlement or an allowance that i'm not how do i approach that and how do i not only who do i talk to but how do i as an employee who's not a trained hr professional 
where do I go to do my own research to feel like I've actually got the evidence when I want to have that conversation with someone? Yeah, and Steph, I think the important thing you said there is most people aren't HR professionals. If if you're a butcher, if you're working at Coles, if you're in finance, it doesn't necessarily mean if you've been in finance for 50 years, you know, HR policies and procedures and, and things like that. So um, Chris and, and, and yourself, Steph, have, have worked in HR specifically and, and would have a better grasp on HR than, than I think I would. Um, and I have no qualms in saying that. But when it comes to trusting your gut and if you're feeling your gut that something's wrong and, and maybe you're not getting super or you're not getting an allowance or um, you should be getting um, night shift rates and, and you're not, there are places you can look. So um, Chris has mentioned a couple of those. You can look at the, the Fair Work Ombudsman on, online. Um, Google is your best friend um, if you're looking on, I guess, um, government websites where they will spell them out for you um, and it's about looking in the right places there as well. There are organisations which you can speak to, um, recruitment agencies or HR firms like us would be able to provide you with answers like that but there are a plethora of them out there and, and some really big names and some small names that you could approach for advice too. Um, and look, if, if you're unsure and you're working in, in an organisation with a HR team, there's nothing wrong with asking them to. Um, HR professionals are professionals and, and if there is something that's, that's gone amiss or something that's been forgotten, um, I would say, and it's a generalisation, but most of the time it's something that they will look to rectify for you as well and they'll be open to having that conversation with you because it's their job. Mm. Um, so online, um, there are organisations, if, if you're really stuck, that you can speak to that will, that will help you out. But my first point of contact would be to have the confidence to have that conversation with your HR team. Worst thing that happens is you learn something about HR and you realise everything's great. Um, mm. On that flip side of things, you may also learn something and you may be right and, and, and um, there may be a, a conversation there as well. And the Fair, Fair Work Australia, you can actually, like that website is amazing. There is so much information on there. But again, if you... Because it is so amazing and there's so much information, if you do feel overwhelmed, you can pick up the phone. They do have a phone number you can call. Um, depending on what your concern or query is, you may also find yourself being um, directed to the ATO, the tax office as well, for, for confirmation. Again, that a lot of the time when we talk about uh, people's rights, it comes back a lot of the time to money. That's the biggest kind of motivator for people. And so a lot of the time it does come back to that financial impact so the ato is also somewhere that you could go to if you feel that that something from a from a tax perspective has has you know been missed or isn't right um i i suppose we and we've mentioned it but is there when you're having that conversation and i'll chris jared i'll leave it open to both of you um i'd also just like to note i haven't picked on jared yet and we are a fair way into this podcast so i'm just giving myself a pat on the back for that I'm Very serious better. conversation. This is I good. I know. Watch out. Darren doesn't. on the back for not harassing someone. <laughs> I think that's just. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. make a good point. This is one of your entitlements as an employee, Jared, yeah. not to be harassed. Yeah. No, in Jared's contract, it says. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be harassed. Um, so, how do you go about having that conversation? And I, again, I'll, I'll leave the floor open. I don't know who's best placed to answer it but if I'm an employee and I think that I'm I'm something's not right 
do like I can I'm just thinking from an employer perspective there is going to be ways that you can have that conversation that are going to rub people up the wrong way and there's going to be a way that you can approach that conversation that is going to be more favorable to the relationship long term now I understand that that maybe sounds wrong because it potentially is your entitlement and so therefore it should be paid but that is one separate issue and the other is the relationship that you have with your employer so I don't know Chris maybe your best place given that you've got the experience as a HR manager, but also as an employer yourself? I think with any conversation, that's a little bit awkward. And a lot of them can be. It's just about diplomacy, timing, and um, the way that you approach that. So if I'm an employee and I feel like something isn't quite right, um, you don't go in to see somebody in an accusing manner. You go mm. in with a quizzical manner, and that's going to make the difference, I think. So. Um, Kara's laughing at you. I know, because I couldn't We're say physical. doing so well. <laughs> I can give a mistake, really. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Moving right I'll, along. I'll make a note on that one. But as an employee, that's we harassment have... harassment too, Chris, just for the record. Sorry, is that number two? That's harassment. No, that's harassment oh, as well, just for the record. Don't worry. Don't get mad, get even. Just get even. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... As an employee, you have the right to make a complaint or an inquiry without consequence. So I think stand firm on that. Um, there has to be a level of, um, it has to be a reasonable request that you might make. And whether, if, if you're brave enough to do it face to face, then that's great. Make a time. I'd like to inquire about, uh, it's interesting, do not refer to, I was speaking to Joe next door. Um, and he said, it, it is also interesting to know that the laws are changing, that if you actually did speak to Joe next door, that's okay. There's no laws about talking about salary or benefits, etc. But make this actually about you. Don't make it about the whole team. Make it about you because then that's the way that you would approach a manager. Not, you know, I've got a posse of people behind me and if you, we don't get an answer by this time mm. because they're demands and you don't know what your HR professional or your manager is also coping with as well. So you have the right to bring something into a conversation. Um, you have the right then for that to be acknowledged there and then. They may not have an answer and they probably won't because even HR professionals are just mere mortals and they are open to human error. So let them have a chance. That's offensive. I am not. I'm a mere mortal. <laughs> well, yes. Anyway. Just you, Chris. Moving. Just you. Just me. Um, but... Your, when you bring when you bring an inquiry or a concern to the attention of your manager, that should be acknowledged within 24 hours, even if it is, thank you for letting us know, we'll look into that and we'll give you a date. And hopefully they'll set an expectation, which isn't three months from tomorrow, but it's a shorter period. Give me a chance to have a look into that and I'll come back to you. Um, so it should be without consequence. We There is, again, and we all should know about the fact that there's a whistleblower's policy, um, and that is the right to have a voice, the right to complain, um, but you need to have validation. And the needs, as I say, the word is reasonableness, and that is giving management the opportunity to look into a situation. If we are he heavily reliant on a system, as West Farmers was, and the codes haven't been updated, you might just be opening a can of worms for everyone, but that mm. needs to be addressed by management as well. So, um, 
Steph, again, such a long answer to a question I can't even remember. And you look, answered it. You did. I, I can't add anything to that other than just backing up the, the fact of let's same with any conversation you're going to have with a manager where you think there may be something amiss or any conversation really don't go in and accuse and pretend like you've got all and act like you've got all the answers and this conversation is not going to go well if you're going in and telling them oh you've underpaid me x amount of money this is what you owe me I'm, you, you're not paying me um nighttime rates go in there and say oh i've noticed something i wanted to bring up with you should i be getting nighttime rates i guarantee you that conversation will go a lot better for you mm. it's the classic response to a pay slip you know my pay's wrong great John Smith, wonderful. You're going to have to give me more than that because if you put yourself in the shoes of a payroll officer, manager, again, it doesn't even matter in the size of the organisation. They don't know what you worked. They don't know. So you've just remember that, as Chris said, we are dealing with humans and human error is a real thing. So there is absolutely a tactful way that you can have that conversation with someone. Um, as you were talking, Chris, and I don't know why, I just had a little kind of light bulb moment too that we in terms of places that you can go to seek advice or for support if you feel like your rights are being violated or you're not being um you paid correctly etc depending on your industry and depending on what you do you may also be a union member um and so if you are use that you're probably paying your union dues so they are also a good source of information and should be a good source of information for you who can also advocate for your rights as well so sorry i just thought i should throw that in there too true that's what they're there for i feel like we could talk forever on topics such as this one just because as we said employment law in australia is so complex so i think it's really important for employees to know that there is Unfortunately, even as HR professionals, the, the law is constantly changing. We are constantly having to update our knowledge. So that's what we do all day, every day. So as employees, your ability to stay across that, it's a really tough space. So that's why I think it's important that we are having those conversations. If you feel like something's not right and you're still not 100% sure, thank you, Chris, for sharing some of those tips on how you can actually have that conversation with a manager, a payroll officer, whoever it is that the, is the person that you are directed to to have that conversation because it is a really tricky space for employers and employees. And as you said, Chris, a lot of the time when there are mistakes that are made and a lot of the time they are genuine mistakes, employers may not be aware that that genuine mistake has occurred. So that's something that they then need to look into an action and that's a process in itself so it's a tricky space for everyone I think having a level of understanding too and knowing that if you genuinely feel that your workplace it has been a mistake an accident that they will do everything they can to rectify that but give them time to rectify that too I know with West Farmers for example they were going to have to pay out you know something like one and a half million dollars before the end of before the end of the month so you know it's yes the total amount was 4.8 but that's a lot of money even for a business as big as West Farmers to just have to all of a sudden find and, and pay out so there is a process um so working together where you can I think is really important too yeah enough absolutely. talking from me enough talking from me because as I said I could go on forever I feel I like shots are important too I feel like we have not talked enough about ourselves in this podcast we're normally really good at talking about ourselves especially you jared always what's what you gotta give the people what they want 
Well, Jared, give the people what they want. No, go to Chris first, because I don't want her to piggyback off anyone else now she's by herself. Okay, Chris, under the bus you go. Jared's just said you've got, you, you're going first. It's going to be so long that I've got to cover this, everything. Okay, on this warm, warm Friday, what is your shot? Make it, make it a good one, because we all are a bit parched. We need a drink. We do. I think um, my shot for um, Know Your Workplace Rights is take responsibility. Um, if you're an employee, know what you're entitled to. Check your contract. When you get your first payslip, check your payslip. Check the lines on your payslip and then do some correlation. Take responsibility. Um, don't wait for six months down the track to realise that there's something wrong. Address it um, and address it in a diplomatic way. That would be my shot. Take responsibility. It's your life. Good one. Jared, you want me to go next so I don't piggyback? Cheers, Chris. So Jared, I... Jared looks befuddled. Oh, I've, I've got mine. Don't worry. I had it, I've had it all session. <laughs> all right, I'll go next one because mine's really simple. Um, and mine is in terms of your rights in the workplace, think about how you're going to have the conversation. Think about the way you're going to approach a conversation. Think about the relationship between employer and employee. Think about the tone you use. Think about how you go into a meeting um, because I think everyone will reach a far more harmonious conclusion if there is equal respect on both sides. So cheers. Cheers. Excellent. So Steph, I heard that your shot was think. Think. Think, That's think, it. think. Think, think exactly. Think. Okay. <laughs> now, Jared, what are you thinking? My shot is to trust your judgment and, and trust your gut. If you think something's not right, then do the investigation, ask the questions. Um, as Steph sort of said, you, you do have a lot of rights as an employee. Um, so if you feel as though you're not being given those, then you may not be. So trust your gut, investigate. Have the conversations in a right in the right way because it may be a conversation that may work out favourably for you. Cheers, Jared. Cheers. Cheers. All right, guys. Well, that was a very serious podcast for us. So next week, let's not be serious. How does that sound? Let's next go week. light. Let's go light and fluffy. Oh, light and fluffy. That's what we do best, Chris. This stuff's <laughs> this stuff's not in our wheelhouse. <laughs> wow. I need a stiff drink now. I tell you. <laughs> Thank you, guys, as always, even on the more uh, dense topics. Now, I'm not talking about the two of you, talking about the topic, I promise. <laughs> you managed to make me laugh and smile. So, happy Friday. Have a lovely weekend and cheers, everybody. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to Talk Employment to Me by KLC. Remember, the advice shared on the Talk Employment to Me podcast is general advice only. For specific advice, reach out to Stephanie, Chris and Jared or the whole KLC team. That's all for this episode. See you next Friday.